I am unashamed. What about you? Find a way to help me lose some weight, but well, don't tell me that I can't eat what I want to when I want to and as much as I, I want to. I guess a wise man told me a long time ago, don't ask the question if you can't stand the answer. <laughs> Marriage is tricky. It's, it's a tricky venture. So, so the setup is I walk in this morning bringing Dad a chicken biscuit. Uh, and so this this whole thing started. I now I know why it started over a chicken and a biscuit. Well, it it was already going. So biscuit. I just came in with a chicken and the biscuit. Well, that was the worst thing that could. Well, happened. I know. I just got out there fast. You were bringing the diesel <laughs> to the fire that had already begun. <laughs> when I walked in, Mom was doing her physical therapy, and Aunt Ann, her sister, her older sister, is staying with him, and she's latched on to Dad in an argument that, that was like Bobo on a chicken bone or on a, on a pork bone, I should say. But <laughs> I'm like, I just walked into it and dad's doing the classic directional dad. He's arguing with A&M, but he's talking now to me because I just walked in and Dan, who, who happened to be in the kitchen. I mean, I, you, a woman asked you how to lose weight. All I'm doing is telling her how to do it. Then yeah, A&M so, says, yeah, 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 yeah. Well, that's what happened. So, so. Mom asked you, this is news to me. I have, I didn't know this. It came up a while back on the podcast. She said, help me lose some weight, which when she asked you that, I would, if I were, have been she you. She asked me, would you help me do that? I said, I would have sure. thought, e that's a dangerous question. Oh, I tell you. And a dangerous thing to say in a marital context. Because uh, I did, so. and Ann was saying, okay, she's got what you're offering, Phil. You need to just, we got it. We got what you're saying. But quit doing that because you're not helping is what she was retorting yeah. to dad. Don't tell me I'm heavy when I'm 50 pounds overweight. <laughs> oh, boy. Don't yeah. tell me I'm heavy and I <laughs> can lose it by not <laughs> eating as much. I said, that's what well, I'm that's telling you. That's the first bit of advice. I would say don't use numbers in whatever recommendation. <laughs> Just you got to use the principles. <laughs> what yeah, dad brought up when he came yeah, in that recently we've had to help dad gain weight during this process. Which so. was very nice because, yeah. They were like, Phil, you need to gain some weight, and and you gain how much weight did you gain? Ten pounds. Ten pounds. Yep. In about four months. Yep. And you I didn't get. Well. No, I wasn't running like a man beating air. I mean, you know, I can't. Tell, you know, I mean, as a I, guy I, who's trying to lose weight, it's a little. It's <laughs> you don't get quite as huffy over the gaining. Somewhere when they punch it. holes in your back and get your back running, somewhere in there. Well, you lost your appetite, you said. Lost my appetite. Yeah, and so, you'd gotten so I thought, too thin. I'd look at food. I just, I just didn't feel like eating. And the, but the thing is, you got to eat to live. I right? had to force myself to right. eat. I never thought yeah. I'd see that, but that's what happened. So somehow, y'all need. Did you get? Did you get it back? Did you get your appetite back, Phil? Oh, Phil oh. doesn't have his. Oh, he don't have his. <laughs> he's three on. minutes into <laughs> the podcast. No so wonder like, he wasn't responding to you. So, Dasha, what, what about it? Can you mention losing or gaining weight? Give us your wisdom for Here North Carolina's Help us through this moment of weight. And and have marriage. a little dialogue, maybe, and just say, look, uh, we don't need to, well, I'm not attacking you here. You should help me lose yeah, some weight. Don't. Would you do that? Yeah, I'll tell you. Yeah, you don't comment on that. You just say, yeah, you, you, re you refer her to a specialist. You, yeah, you stay out of the way on that one. <laughs> but, Zach, she asked him to help it her. It don't matter. It doesn't matter. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, marriage is. Zach is so right about this. He's right. It marriage, doesn't matter. The can... marriage relationship is, is a tough thing to navigate. And uh, so I think once she asked the question. What she was really saying, though, Jace, is I want to lose some weight. Yeah. Is what she was saying. That's what she said. So she's referring, she's letting dad know that, but then she wasn't really probably looking for a lot of direct um, information. Well, I'm defending Phil on this. One. I agree. I mean, uh, I mean, look, I just. It wasn't an order, never eat at a restaurant. The, the order was just be careful of the intake of how much you. How much Count I your said, calories. Go up which there. is that's a smart thing to say. I, yeah. I'm on a perpetual diet. I, I know. Count yeah. your calories. I, you're right. So. I'm not sure it's, where we're going with this other than, you know, God came up with the idea of marriage. And all of us who have been married for over, what is the number we want to put on this? 40 years. 20 No, I've been I was going to say over, 20 five, 20 years, over five years, you start to realize that just because your wife asks you a question or asks for some advice, that doesn't necessarily mean she wants you to actually give it. 
That, that's the that's the takeaway right there. <laughs> that is true. That I is mean, the takeaway. That is sad but true because it doesn't really for from a man's thinking that doesn't really. Look, I, if I asked for advice, I would expect to get it. But you're right. Well, I'll confess my struggles. I mean, we're trying to help people be married to Jesus, and you can do that by being married, you know, to each other. I mean, I do believe Jesus is the platform. Yep. For marriage. I mean, Ephesians no five. He he goes through the roles. We're different. You know, we have different roles. And then he's like, "Let me tell you a mystery. You should you should love each other and 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 know your roles. But I'm talking about you and the you and Christ. Right. So he he. There's a greater principle there. So look in my struggles, because Missy she would come in there, and like, give me a ten minute. Not a sermon, but just ten minute dissertation on problems or well me as a man trying to leave my family, I'm I'm I start trying to tell her what she needs to do to fix said problem or men are fixers. They we're just yeah. like, let me tell you what you need. Well, to. every time I would do that, I notice it went down a road <laughs> where like all of a sudden we're arguing. <laughs> and I'm thinking, why why does this keep happening? This has been going on for thirty two years. Yep. And so just in the past couple of years, we finally realized that she's just wanting to vent. Wanting to be heard. Because she's like, I can't tell this to any other person because I'll come across as negative or emotional or with all the things that's be, that's coming across. And she's like, I'm, I don't want you to fix everything I say. I just want to say it. And you say, okay, well, it's hard for me to do that. I found one of the best things I can do with Lisa is she'll say something's happened and my instinct will be to offer advice. Then I'll just say, I'm so sorry, babe. Yeah. And just stop. I, I need just, to work on that. Yeah. That's one. Cause like you're telling them, that I hate this has happened. I'm not going to offer my suggestion the, on the it unless problem. you said that. What do you think? And well, then, the problem is when she, when I do the same thing, she says, I'm so sorry, babe. And I'm like, that's it. What do you think about it? I want to know what you think. You don't have You're like, any. I don't need your apology. I need you to. Oh yeah, I don't solution. want you to say great. Glad you got that off the chair. I want. Let's fix this right now. Do you have any That's idea? A lot of the differences in the way men and women think. There's no doubt about it. What do you think, Zach? Yeah, uh, yeah. I, I, I try to uh, just listen and. Uh, no, I don't always do it, but yeah, because we're 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 very pragmatic. Like, tell me what works. Let's figure it out. Let's get to the solution. And I I don't get offended. Like Phil, you know, when they said when they told Phil you had to gain weight, I, I may have been one of the people that told him. He never got offended. Never said, uh, you know, it was just a very logical conversation of here's what you you know here's the facts here's where we're at. Um, but yeah, you gotta be careful. You gotta be careful out there. It's dangerous. Yeah, I was dangerous I was territory. a part of that. I don't think I directly told Phil, but I was kind of playing the role of a godfather. I was telling other people to, I was like, get Phil. I mean, I, I talked to Dan and people that were around him on a daily basis. I yeah. said, what, what are we doing? But did you get, did you get your weight. appetite back, Phil? I mean, can you eat now? Yeah. Do you, are you, do you, you have it back? You, you want to eat now? I've gained back about, actually about, uh, last time I checked, I was probably was holding at about eight pounds. But you got to remember, I, I lived for 30 years, you know, back in my football playing days, where I, I never weighed over 165, 170. 6'3", one, one, 165. That's about my playing weight. That's a little light. Hmm. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But yeah. then all, all muscle, you know, you run it. I could run a mile and never even would be breathing. It was just hard, just going in excellent shape but now i'm up to three years from 80 well you know things shift around you know you, you, yeah. back operation. you run a mile we, we have to call somebody <laughs> that's right <laughs> well dad said oh, i'm back to my playing weight i said well dad that's great but you're done playing yeah <laughs> the, the game is over we're just trying to survive now at this my point. shotgun fell started to fall in the duck blind and I reached with my left arm, and I caught it. Just a reflex. Just reflex. You know, I didn't want the thing sliding down the shooting porch. Sure. Blowing somebody's leg off. So I caught the thing, 
but I moved either at such speed. But see how I tore all this muscle here? <coughs> yeah. Just a hole there. You there are listening, we now have a visual. Yeah, that, of, uh, it just. And be glad you're not looking at it. It just yeah. stripped. Just stripped down, and that and that muscle just gathered up a little bit right here. And what I did was, is my old my old way out. Nothing. I just said, "Hey, it happened." <laughs> this, a no surgeon, surgery, no a repair. surgeon did say he could repair. There's it. no That's pain when I lift something, you know, and all that. It doesn't bother. Not at all. It but just you pulls some muscle. Then, then are just the guy said I could tie it back together for you. The, the, he he said. If it's me, I just let it go. He said, "Is it bothering you?" I said, "Nope." It turned, I doubt he you said know, that. it turned purple. The whole side there, <laughs> That's you know, not like, what he said. like it was a big bruise, a tear. But uh, I just said, "Oh well, it'll, it'll heal up." Dad said, "What well, can I survive with it like this?" And the guy said, "Yeah, if you want to." So he did. So I didn't. Oh, I'm well, a, I'm actually being selfish because uh, I, I made an announcement a few months ago. You'd probably have to go back a hundred podcasts. <laughs> And I was I was coming out of retirement, and uh, I don't know if I ever revealed that what it was. I had an announcement, remember? And I said I'm going to wait till the time comes. <laughs> I don't know, he, but Jay's, if you're doing teasers from a hundred podcasts ago, you need yeah. to keep up. <laughs> well, I just was. There's a few faithful listeners that I'm remember. Sure four people out there said, "Oh, when's he going to tell us what that was about?" Probably at least twelve. <laughs> That, Tell us, reveal to us. So I got. We have a couple of big revelations today. We'll do this one. I may. I, I once said, and this is be careful when you say this, you know, in front of God, because when you make blanket statements, that's a good setup to eat some crow. Yep. And I said, you know what? I just feel like I'm not very good at doing weddings. I, I've done a few, and. Some of the ones that I officiated uh, ended in divorce. Which is not your fault. I know, but Al, I was just like, maybe it was. No. no yeah. It wasn't, but I'm saying subconsciously, I, I was like. I hate it when it happens, too, because I've had yeah. a few, but I have realized through the years. It's so not. for whatever the reason, uh, wrongfully or rightfully, I just said, I'm retiring from the way. <laughs> and, and so people would ask me to do weddings. And I would just say no. I'd say, no, I'm retired. Sorry. Well, a few months ago, uh, you know, one of Jeff's kids, who, you know, and and Jeff and I have gotten our families. I mean, we're we're all family here, but Jeff and I are on this TV show, and I've spent a lot of time with Jeff. And it started when y'all were both in Austin for a while, so it just it was the bond tightened. So we're really, I mean, we ate there last night. You know, we just, I think when you're on a venture together, and that's that's really, uh, it's exhausting. You know, it's yeah. it's a grind. I mean, it, we we love doing it. I, I'm I'm not saying we don't, but it, you know, we've gotten a lot closer. Well, one of his daughters and uh, her boyfriend knocked on my door one night, which I thought was weird. In fact, I was terrified because no one was there but me. And they knocked on the door, and here's Jeff's daughter with her boyfriend, who I, at that time I didn't know real well, said, can we talk to you? Well, what are you thinking? Oh, yeah. I was thinking. I know where I would have gone. Yeah. Something's happened. This is, we have a problem, and for some reason they're coming to me, and the only <laughs> quality I know of that I have is I love Jesus. So they're coming here to hear Jesus. So I want to ask you this. Did it cross your mind before they sat down that you said you might need to keep going to Al's? Keep, just keep going two more houses down. Did that cross your mind? My, what I thought was I need to just get up and run. Because, <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's hard to talk to Because these are the family. kind of knocks I get uh, all the time. So our, our friends at Focus on the Family – uh, which they had some folks that the award show that we were at, they um, they have a new podcast that we're super excited about. It may be very timely for you, Dad, because it's about marriage. <laughs> since, <laughs> since you and Mom are working through some things at the current time, uh, crazy little thing called marriage is what they call it. Uh, Greg and Aaron Smalley, uh, who are, are friends of mine and Lisa, uh, they're the ones that uh, that lead this podcast. Uh, they've reached millions of couples through their counseling practice, through their books, and a lot more. And, and what I love about it, they say whether it's a messy moment 
or you just need a laugh, uh, they're going to provide all of that. Every episode hits on something really relevant like communication, intimacy, dealing with money issues, daily stress, uh, you name it, they deal with it. What I love about it is Focus on the Family has been doing this for many, many years. And so they've got a lot of experience in helping families and also helping marriages. So check them out. New episodes of Crazy Little Thing Called Marriage. They drop every Monday. You can find it on Apple, Spotify, or your favorite listening source. That's Crazy Little Thing Called Marriage. Download it now. So then uh, Jeff's daughter, and I'm not, you know, saying their names on purpose, but she just gave me about, I would say, a four to five minute speech. Not, not, she didn't have a piece of paper. Yep. She had thought and about it. She had thought about it. It was well said. It actually kind of choked me up. Just touching. And she said, <clears throat> you know, my my boyfriend and I have decided, you know, we to get married. That I, I didn't remember that part, but and she just basically said, you know, you you have a heart for Jesus, and and we really admire uh, you and Missy and y'all's relationship. And I'm asking you, you know, would you officiate our wedding? Oh boy! And I was like. I wanted to say I'm retired, but I thought, ooh, after that speech, the speech was incredible. It just didn't seem like the right thing to say. And I said, well, I'm honored, but I think you could do a lot better <laughs> than me. That was what I said. You know where Al lives. <laughs> if you, I didn't say that. Two more houses down, there's another yeah. uncle. Go no, out I, the front door, take a right. I had no idea they were going to ask me to get married. I thought something had happened. I thought, yeah. that, you know. I, I so just, you were surprised by the request. Oh, I was surprised. Yep. I, I haven't done a wedding in years because right. I'm retired. I'm yep. like, didn't you get the memo? But I didn't say that. <laughs> and so I said that, and they just didn't say anything. So I said, I said it again. I said, look, I don't think you understand. You know, I, I share Jesus with people and I feel like I'm, you know, I do events and, and I'm doing what God wants me to do. But weddings, I just feel like I don't do a very good job. I'm not a flowery type, whatever that is, the vibe. I don't feel like I have the. And uh, so then her boyfriend gives a speech. Basically reiterating what she just said. And I then I said So you said you can do better, but he's like, No, we, we want you. He's like in essence. Look, I really yeah, it was it yeah. was I don't remember the exact lines, but right. it was like, What part of this are you not getting? We <laughs> we really want you to do this. You're so I was said, Sure, I would love to, you know? And then we just kinda you know, had a moment there. Which explains a lot, Jace, because, I mean, I've done a lot of weddings, but the, I'm at the point, not quite as retired as you, but I'm at the point where I typically only do weddings for relationships like this. I mean, I'm kind of out of the wedding business of just doing it as a service to our flock or the church or whoever. But if I have a close relationship with somebody, I'm like you. It's, I just can't hardly say no. When Well, yeah, I'm like, because then I thought, well, I warned them. I told them I'm not very good at this, and but since that time, you know what's happened is we've gotten a lot closer. Yeah, because we're a part of. You know, this is, I guess, the second biggest decision you can make in your life outside of of marrying the Lord, and so uh, now I'm excited about it. But having said that, I mean that's we're a few days from that now, so I really <laughs> yeah, you appreciate have to execute. <laughs> well, right. I haven't sat down and said, hell, what are we doing here? But I will base it around us being married to Jesus because they're both believers. They love the Lord. They're very high quality young people they in are. character and attitude and direction. So I'm really honored. We just spent a, a week with them on vacation. So it's just, they're excellent. So I, I know I, you know, I went down a rabbit hole, but I was, I was really liking this conversation about, uh, you and Miss Kay having this 
Because <laughs> really marriage. I mean, y'all been married over fifty, over 50 years. years. We've been and, together for sixty years now, and yep. and still trying to figure it, figure it out. Which really which should is, provide some hope out there to you young marrieds that are you know you have some of these discussions we were talking about earlier, and you're like, man, I I wish I could be like you know Phil, Miss K. No, it's everybody still struggles. It's, when I first ran up on your mother as a cheerleader, and I'm the quarterback, you know, uh, it was interesting. Her weight. If I was a guessing man, I'd say 100 pounds. If that. If that. She was very tiny. From 90 to 100 pounds. That was it. Well, 60 years later, she said, you know, could you help me with just losing a little weight, you know? I said, yeah, start with keep doing all your exercises like you're doing with the, with the therapist. Therapist. Keep doing that. I said, but just start cutting back a little bit at a time on how much food you consume. I said, y'all love to go... Go to the restaurant after you, the restaurant. They they eat in all of them. They yeah. check them all out. Oh, yeah. They're probably fine till you brought up their I said, favorite. I, I would just I would just begin to cut back on that. I thought it was like easy, not not anything you get all stirred up about. But uh, I noticed. Uh, well, women are are pretty self pushing your about plate it. back. Nope. They they yeah, she, she said no. It's a little bit. Well, y'all had a discussion, and and look, yep. I think the a true marriage has these discussions yeah i mean she did ask you 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 gave your opinion she probably was just wanting you to say okay great but once you went you know once you gave her the three-point sermon you know some combustion (laughs) happened which was not a reflection on your sermon it was a reflection on her realizing the reality of what this process is going to be. I don't really think it was anything. I'm overweight. Right. Help me become underweight a little bit where I weigh about what I should. Will you help me? Yeah. But as soon as you start saying, cut back well, on the diet. Yeah. Are you talking to me? Yeah. Cut back on what? <laughs> I mean, you know, come up here and tell me what to eat. I mean. <laughs> and mom's very social. She likes going out with people and her friends and taking them to eat. So it is, oh, yeah. it is a bit of a more of an issue, so. Well, anyway, we'll we'll keep working on that. I'm sure I hear the other side of it later today. Um, so we have another announcement. Do I we? guess it's uh, we, where we were on uh, this past week. We went to uh, record the uh, K Love Awards. Awards. I guess when this show comes out, yeah, by the time this show comes out, it will have been revealed on the show that we taped uh, a couple of nights ago. But we um, so we were up for podcast of the year. And so we have to say thank, uh, thanks to Unashamed Nation because of you. We are the Impact Podcast of the Year. We won, yep. uh, which was pretty exciting. Um, the whole event was great. I mean, it was like a – it was. I had never been anything quite like that. So you, you've been to some of that. Well, we hosted the first one. I guess it was – It was, was their 10th anniversary. Was this year. I feel like No, somebody... Mom and Dad were a part of it too. Okay, so yeah, it was – I've forgotten it. Well – Look, it's a little fuzzy, uh, but this was back during the heyday of the show, and there's a lot. I made a few jokes about it when we got up to, uh, and, and they asked Missy and I to present an award. I think there's like ten awards. Yeah, and we presented the worship song of the year. Yeah, and so uh, we had submitted. You know, they what they do is they kind of have it scripted, but Missy and I did our own. They they say if you want to do your own script, you know we'll put it on the teleprompter or whatever. And so we did. Well, what happened was, the first line was, "It's been ten years since we were here. We actually hosted the first one of these, the K Love Awards." But then I, a joke popped into my head, so I told it. Well, that must have put the teleprompter operator into cardiac arrest because they just skipped all the way down to the bottom and said, "Oh, the and the nominees are." <laughs> It never moved. <clears throat> so so when we did that, that was off the top of our head. And uh big shocker, Jace goes rogue. Yeah. Well, it wasn't just me. <laughs> My wife she right before we walked out, she said, I'm really feeling like I should lead a worship song. Uh-oh. And I said, Here? And she said, Yeah, I really feel that. So if I do it, just go with me on it. And I didn't know what that meant, but she said it right before we walked out. So when I was out of material, 
other than the nominees are, I, I kind of backed up from the mic and said, are you going to sing your song? <clears throat> and she stepped up to that mic. Because <laughs> we were doing, talking about worship, because worship is real close to our heart. Well, her her uh, uh, reputation is she has a good voice. She's and a good singer. I, I she thought does. It was pretty good. Yeah, it would have been way worse. I mean, look, the number one <clears throat> thing that got my attention when I first met her, I think it was on our like second date, was she was singing. Yeah. And I thought, well, I want a front row seat to this. I mean, I, I looked at that as this is a quality yeah. in marriage that I would like to pursue. <clears throat> so uh, she led the audience off the cuff. In the doxology, which is a short song, but the theme was community, and we were doing the worship. We had lost the teleprompter, and it's, what, is it a 30-second song, I guess? Probably. But I was shocked at, I mean, what was there, four to 5,000 people there. Yeah. It was packed. Everybody knew that song, and everybody yeah, sang. Yeah, they did. I mean, the hair was standing up on the back of my neck. So the question is now, and we don't know because we're recording this and the, we haven't seen the show yet, even though by the time you're hearing this, it will have already aired. But So I'm wondering if there, if that, that may not make the cut, Jason. Well, <laughs> it may not because <laughs> we went way over, and uh, I'm sure since that was off the cuff. They it are going to have to trim that episode, I, I guess, because it's yeah, supposed to be too as a, as a producer, yeah, as a producer, yeah, that, that's, yeah, I, I can imagine they were like, <laughs> Whoa, because it is. It's a time slot. I think it was a two-hour show. It's a two-hour show, and it wound up probably going two hours and 45 minutes maybe. So, Well, I'm sure that's going to yeah. get cut. That's not my point. My point was. I just want to let the audience know because if you watch it. And that's and not, on there, it's not yeah. on there. You're going to know what happened. So. But for those who were there, and that was my wife in the moment thinking, this is about community. This is because her point was about, it was a subtle point. These, these. Uh, artists now they're doing these songs and she was in an indirect way trying to inspire them the song we sang is a simple song praise god from whom all blessings flow you it's know? 500 year old song it's 500 years somebody wrote that and we're singing it 500 years later and it's not that it was just a song it it was a song about our creator so i think it was a very subtle point she was making and that everyone knew it and we sang it a cappella, which was different i think because <laughs> that was the first song that was sung i think just the just people singing a cappella. or going back to yeah to the to the first entry that's probably right so if you're a gun owner and and we are we own several guns do you own guns chase I have an arsenal. You have an arsenal. Uh, you know that the most important thing is to make sure that your weapons are clean, um, mainly so they'll work properly uh, and, and not be dangerous as well. And so our good friends at Barrel Buddy are going to help you with that. They've come up with a product that I have here in my hand, for those of you that are watching, um, that uh, helps you to be able to clean your barrel. It says, clean your gun without the grunge. And so this is for 12 and 10 gauge shotguns. They've got something that fits every gun, whether it's a pistol, rifle, or shotgun. Uh, and, and you get to look and see exactly what's coming out of your gun. They use this white polymer. Um, it cleans by scrubbing and collecting everything that uh, all the particulates that absorb uh, the residue that's left over. So check these guys out. It's an important step to be a responsible gun owner. Go to BarrelBuddy.com today, B-A-R-R-E-L Buddy.com, and check out their product. They're a great uh, Christian company. They're a lot like a small business that's just trying to come up with a great product. So check them out, BarrelBuddy.com. Well, I'm saying at the event. Right. But, uh, so that was, that was good. And uh, we were look unashamed nation. You listener, y'all, y'all, y'all won. I mean, you you voted. Yeah, it wasn't. I mean, we were nominated, but if you guys don't turn out and do it, I mean, because we were there were some other great podcasts that we were in the same category with that obviously are impacting people. But you guys, because of you, uh, that's how we were recognized. So yeah. this kind of whole thing has been about y'all. I mean, Jay's doing Duck Family think, Treasure. Yeah, I think you know, the. Yeah, I think the fans actually even nominate. I think you have to be nominated. I don't think Caleb picks the nominees. I think that comes from the fans too. So that was kind of cool. That uh, just the whole thing. 
Yeah, for the record, I didn't know, you know, if we won or not. Uh, I said, I think when we were in the green room, we were like, let's just be happy that we were nominated and not worry. Because I did think that. I thought just to be nominated was good enough for yeah. me. Yeah, to be recognized as, uh, for the work we're doing. And and look, we it's it's uh we love it but it's like anything else it's you know we grind to to make sure that you guys are getting the word of god we don't we never take it lightly uh what we're doing so just so you know as an audience we it's not like we're just showing up without having prepped and you know well and that's what happened i got a little flustered because i was following phil phil was like do i go you know missy was like yes phil you go like when they announced us winning but nobody gave us instructions, so you just kind of react, and you know. Well, I was following Phil, and then I realized Phil's going the wrong way, <laughs> and uh, <laughs> these camera people. I look, we're like in the. I'm up on stage, I and I look down. The, I thought you went to the end uh, of the. No, I know. And then, but the stairs. I'm from, on the stage looking well, at him. I, I was looking wander. at some dude was had wires all over his head. He looked <laughs> well, at me. Well, he looked at you, and then looked at me like, "Get this man <laughs> yeah. somewhere else." Yeah. So I grabbed no, Phil. Y'all look like Israelites in the wander in the wilderness out there. Yeah, I was yeah, like, no, it was it was, it was awkward for me and Al because we're on stage, but no well, one they, no one recognizes us. But we're the two on stage, and they're like, wait, well, who are these guys? Who is and the other shade there, with Phil well, and let me Jace just Rice say that. Let me give yeah. you a gentle rebuke and love. Uh, maybe y'all should have realized that. Oh, maybe Phil and Jace need some direction because I was following Phil because I thought Phil's eighty years old and we got to climb. This some is steps. all Zach, Zach had one job: make sure Dad gets up on stage. And, yeah, and I look over <laughs> Zach's next me. to me. Epic <laughs> fail. <laughs> so now that guy, I wasn't sitting with y'all. I was sitting on another aisle. So it's, yeah, that's what, true. You're forgiving Zach. We're throwing him under the bus here. <laughs> he, he was sitting right next to Dad. I was like, "How'd you lose?" Well, him? no, I, hold on. I tried, and then Phil just kept walking. I said, "Phil, I grabbed." his arm he just kept he just kept walking towards so the, you said okay like see ya okay well, well, i mean i couldn't I, it just got kind of it got kind of chaos and it, for, for a moment there i was like well i guess he'll find his way up here i'm gonna have to watch the show just to see how much of that well, they i don't know that so i get up there well then it hit me that we i was designated as the one who was gonna talk but now i'm flustered because i thought well they just watched us completely get lost just getting <laughs> on up on stage it was very evident that we're not very used to this sort of environment i mean yeah. to be fair to us you know we had dad i don't know how many awards little, have you little, won in your life yeah a little little fish out of water moment yeah. well, i've learned enough in public uh, i've learned enough in public speaking to realize that everybody was thinking what in the world was going on down there it looked like a scrum <laughs> so i i told phil you remember when we when we were walking Finally on the right steps. I said, we're a long way from the woods. <clears throat> yeah. So I said that. That was your opening line. That was my opening line. I thought it was a good line. I just told my dad we're a long way from the you woods. You said, but if you're in the woods, you want to be with guys like us. That, exactly. That was a great line. We were fish out of water. That's right. And, uh, but then, uh, I, you know, I was kind of humbled, and we all were. So, And we realized that y'all are the ones that voted for us. But I talked about how many episodes we had done. You know, we tell funny stories, we, you know, we have fun, but at the end of the day, this is a Bible study. So and you I, had your Bible, and Dad had his. Which and, was ironic, yeah. but, you know, when I get nervous or in situations, that's why I carry my Bible, because I think better when I have my Bible. Yeah. It, whether I'm studying it or not, I just, it's, it's a, I feel like I'm armed, yeah. you know, spiritually, so... uh but I noticed Phil had his too, and I and so I pointed that out, and I held up the Bible and said, this is the real winner. Yep. And I really believe that it's true, and it's and it's the content of what we do. We ran into a lot of people uh, that are, were crew that worked for Caleb on the show, a lot of people that were participating, a lot of artists that were recognized that night that listened to the podcast, which was touching to me. You know, it's like it's making an impact in every circle. So, again, I mean, I just we're we're humbled by it, and we I, to be honest with you, we probably never would have gone to Nashville to do this had it not been for you, but we wanted to honor you because of you, we won. So the least we could do is go to Nashville and receive that for y'all. So it's, yeah. it's your award. Jason's right. And I don't know when I, so I had the thing, it weighs about 60 pounds. That really? was my job. It's heavy. 60 pounds. Heavy. It's it real so gold. Small. 
It's what? Real, it's 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 uh, it's real. It's I'm kidding. <laughs> Just kidding. It's painted it's go, but it's yeah, a it's chunk. So so when we walk to yeah. the back, a woman says, "I'll take that." I was you know you just pe- you're, we're going where people tell us to go. So I just hand it to her. Well, then we all leave. It's like, did anybody get the award? And I said, "Well, some woman took it." So I don't know if we ever if we ever get it. I guess we'll bring it to the now set. Let's. Well, y'all had y'all had one job to get Phil on stage. <laughs> And bring back the trophy, and we're zero for two. <laughs> it was taken from me, so I don't know who has. <laughs> that, that, that's actually two jobs, but yeah, we we are zero for two. But I will say this: uh, that, well, the that, second that, one was assumed. You know, but. <laughs> well, I, the, here's what I love about that because the theme was community, and if you think about what unashamed is, and that's why I love podcasting. It, it really. I mean, this is a community. I mean, you look at what's happening yeah. in the Unashamed Nation, uh, just the, the the page on Facebook, and just you you read inside there. Like, I mean, they're having prayer requests, Bible studies. I mean, it's it's an online community. Which you know, to Phil's point, you know, he, I, you know, he he did tell us on that plane. You remember Al? What he said? He said, "Get that, get that, get that internet thing." You got to get us Let's on get the on internet. There and, yeah. So I mean, so in, even in a man way, who's not familiar with it knew that was the way to go. And, uh, yeah. and yeah. in fact, uh, dad said that he said it wasn't, he, he wasn't sure about podcasts, but when you told him it was an internet Bible study, he's like, I'm in, which was kind of funny. Yeah. I tried to tell that joke on the red carpet because it's kind of, it's a funny story. I was like, you know, when I went to Phil with the idea of a podcast, he he said, Dash, that's the dumbest idea I've ever heard. And, and I was hoping they would laugh at that. You know, they they were just kind of looking at me like, yeah. But but then I came back three days later and I said, hey, how about an Internet Bible study? And and Phil was like, thumbs up. That's the way, which is what this is. I mean, really, I, I yeah. tried to tell the joke. It fell flat on the red carpet. Uh, but, I mean, it is kind of interesting how this started. Um, really, really just I was when I was thinking about this, what our format would be. I was like, man, we got to do something that's repeatable. And, and I think we got to do something that, um, that brings people into the dynamic to a, a, a special dynamic. And I thought I looked at Phil's life and not just Phil, kind of our whole family, but I just think about that living room, you know, that, uh, where, uh, Aunt Ann was wrapping out Phil today, probably. But I think about that living room and, and me growing up coming to you guys' house and, and just seeing, it was always a Bible study. It was always a conversation about the, it wasn't like it wasn't something that was formal. It was it's just like if you were there, there was going to be food and there was going to be Bible study and there was we were going to be talking about the Lord. And I mean, and it, there will always be people that would come in. They would sit uh, under Phil's teaching for you know three to five years. The guys like Daniel Edwards and Dane Jennings and these they would sit there and, and Phil would disciple them. I said, man, if we could just capture that dynamic into a podcast format where people could come in and just, and, and just sit in God's word. Not in, it's not a, a didactic sermon. It's just us sitting around just like we would in the living room. I think that's the, the special sauce of, of what we're doing here is it is a community and it's built on authenticity and what we are, what we would already be doing in our living room. So we just took that here and now we just kind of expanded the living room out to, you know, several million people and uh and we have a discussion about the bible yeah and according to you uh, in one of our interviews we're taking we're looking at the bible expositorily which oh was another... well you need to go find that clip <laughs> that was that turned into a Zach dropped like... that in the interview which then launched us into the unashamed podcast in an interview after we won the award which is kind of funny well yeah you our, our unashamed fans will appreciate that because we're being interviewed after we won you go into this room and they interview you because they want to they want to and we're kind of giddy i mean you know yeah, you're just giddy you're happy you just won you were like hey all right and so then zach just goes <laughs> well what we're doing, guys, is we're pursuing the expository. We're, we're studying uh, the Bible expositorily. That's so I interrupted him and and said <laughs> basically a little, the a last embellishment going on here. The last time I had an expository episode, I was in a hospital and we were trying to figure out what in the world was going wrong with me. Is that something you can get over? Which lost us into it was just like the podcast. It was so funny because it was literally we had about a three minute po- podcast doing an interview. <laughs> and, oh, and, 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 
Yeah, Jace, well, Jace, you, you got you got thrown under the bus in that interview too. Phil threw you under the bus whenever yeah. he pulled out his notes and said, well, "I was going to say this, but Jace wouldn't shut up during the acceptance <laughs> speech." Yep. Which, once again, our understanding audience will get it. So. I had a good answer for that. We all decided that I would do. They said you got forty seconds, and none of y'all wanted to speak. So I said I would. Jace, you said I've already got a speech. That's not how it's deciding. I have a speech, but if y'all have something to say, speak now. And nobody said a word. Well, we had like 40 <laughs> seconds was the limit. Unlike you, we didn't just go rogue nation. We, we were following the rules. And then I didn't even get to give my speech because somebody dropped the ball about getting Phil up on stage. So then I was flushed. <laughs> I knew it would come back to say. But I want to say wow. this. I had a good comeback uh, on that because when Phil said, I wanted to give this, but I couldn't because Jason would shut, shut up. I was like, well, y'all nomina- nominated me. And as usual, once I gave my speech, y'all all said, it's not good enough. We could have done better. <laughs> That's right. That was a good line. <laughs> so I want to say this. Uh, I did... Because you say, well, we haven't gotten into the Bible yet. But I, I did do this at the end. Because while we were on vacation, which was right before we were at the award show, uh, Tim Keller, who I consider a warrior for Jesus, and I've listened to hundreds of his sermons, and it, he's a contributor, at least in my personal Bible study, to what we discussed. In he's the mentioned Bible. a lot on this podcast, that's for sure. So he died just a few days before this ceremony, and I just felt like... I needed to bring him up in that moment. So I did, and I said a prayer for his family. I've never met Tim Keller, and uh, which, which what was interesting is I did this little tribute because I just appreciate people who are Jesus-centered. Yep. Grace is his foundation, and you hear that out in his sermons. And uh, even though he's a member of a, a different kind of church, you know, name-wise— I mean, the guy's a warrior for Jesus, and he's really, you know, helped me tremendously. So I, I brought him up. And the reason I'm bringing that up, because somebody, when I was backstage after I said that, they said, I didn't know you were a Presbyterian. And I said, I don't even know what a Presbyterian is. <laughs> but <laughs> if, only, if only Zach were here to tell us what that exactly. is. Exactly. But I said, <laughs> why, just a, why are you just asking? a Presbyterian. You got to, yeah, that would be a, a PCA. I think Tim Keller's PCA. So you got to, you got to even further down <laughs> See, in the Presbyterian church. And I'm like, church. but leave it to Jason's me. Jason's just MIA. I was kind of offended by that. I'm not, I'm like, the guy, I mean, I, I've listened you. to his sermons. <laughs> that doesn't mean I'm a Presbyterian. I'll go do some research on what that is. But... And I've heard the term. I just didn't know what it meant. But I thought I was just celebrating the fact because I thought if you listen to his his sermon, I mean, he he loves Jesus and has a gift, I believe, of you know of sharing that. So, I've and, read and, several of his books, and they're excellent. So, yeah, well, when you when yeah, you're doing I'll, when you go through the Bible like we are, I mean, I will tell you, one of the things I do is I've got about six or seven guys that I will. I want to go read what they said about it or hear a sermon of what they said about it. And Keller's in that mix for me. I mean, I try to have a, a dare I use this word, ecumenical view of it. I try to get a broad <laughs> spectrum of of different uh, thoughts. I don't want to just get like one group, right? I want to have like a yeah, multiple. So Ecum- Keller's in my, he's ecumenical. I'm waiting until you finish your, your thought and then let's, nobody knows what that word is. So hang on, what hang I'm on, telling hang you, you are, you, that, the, take a you break. The shame nation. Well, I want to learn what this word is. What is it? Ecumenical. It's just, yeah, it's just like a, it's more of kind of a broader spectrum of the Christian faith where you're not, you're not so, um, no, uh, sectarian. Like you're getting down in like you're one getting little... too far down the rabbit hole. Uh, how do you spell it? <laughs> Ecumenical. Ecumenical. Let's see. Uh, e- ECU. Let me Google it. E C U. M E N I C A L is what I would say. Ecumenical. I, I knew what that's the word. a word for the day. So this is word for the day. Ecumenical. So what I in my prayer and look, my heart was heavy. By the way, when you mentioned uh, him, when you first mentioned him, did you hear how many people cheered? Like his name, so I mean, it lets you know so that very, I, he was. I was such. It lets you know how well loved he was with the, all those groups. That was I around. actually didn't notice I was a deer in the headlights in that moment, but I'm not. A lot surprised. of people cheered when you said his name. Uh, but I do. I am mindful of his family, and uh, look, I didn't meet the guy. We'll see him. He, 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 I just we'll see him again. But I did mention in my prayer because I I was studying 
uh, the night I was I was studying, I was on vacation, but I was studying Luke five, which is where we're at in our study. And I know we don't have time to get into it today as deeply because we've basically spent most of the time talking about this. But there's a, a saying that I actually said in the prayer, because they may not run it on the TV show because I was way off script. But, you know, when when Peter... That needs to had, be the name of your next book, what? Way Off Script. That's actually not a bad idea. So when when this... They, they're fixed to catch. This is the this miracle where Jesus says... Throw your nets on the other side. Go out to the deep water. Throw your nets on the other side. You know, remember the conversation? We fished all night and haven't caught anything. But then Simon Peter says, but because you say so, yep. you know, we'll do it. So I mentioned that in prayer because I was studying it the night I got a text. I think, Zach, you actually sent me the text that uh, that Tim Keller had just died. Which also made me a little emotional when I got to that, because it just, I was, I was, when I got the word, I was literally listening to one of his sermons on Luke chapter five. And uh, so I just made mention to those who, you know, throw out to the deep water because Jesus says so. And And I meant that in this story, in this miracle, you see that Jesus gave us, gave us a job to do. He was like, this is what you called your work. You're fishermen. Yep. But I obviously am way superior than because <laughs> you fished all night and hadn't done anything. Watch this. Bam. Yep. Here's the fish. And then they left the fish. They left everything. And he said, I'll make you fishers of men. Yep. That's what we do by sharing the awesome power of this word. You know, because God said so is is means something to us, and that He's He's got a book here. It's called the Bible, and so I was trying to make that connection. And, and we and like Zach said, I think we all in our daily, personal, private time, we should have several people that we listen to. I mean, mine is: are they centered on grace, and and do they? Can you tell that they're really focused on Jesus? And I tend to read what they say. You know. Yeah. And listen to listen to their sermons. Well, I got asked because um, we all did the red carpet, which is part of the deal. And so, you know, they'll ask you questions about different things. And so, one of the questions that somebody asked me was about how do we decide content for the podcast, which is a good question and something I thought about a lot when we were formulating the idea of doing a podcast. And Zach and I spent quite a bit of time because Jace wasn't originally part of that discussion because he came along a little bit later to actually before we launched the podcast. I was a hitchhiker. You were a hitchhiker. We picked you up. And uh, it was a good pickup, too, by the way. And so we were talking about it. And because, you know, obviously Blaze is our platform and they do mostly um, conservative political commentary is, is primarily what's on their platform. But, you know, there's there's believers on there, and there's, there's a little bit of biblical context as well, Ali Beth and some of the others. And so, you know, Zach and I said, instantly my thought was, the only thing that will sustain, if we're going to do this for a while, the only thing I know that will sustain, because I listen to a few podcasts, some in our family have tried podcasts, and, you know, you can, you can only go so far in just telling some funny stories and, you know, talking about the events of the day to me. So we wanted to have something deep, that we could give people. And so what better thing than the word of God was Jace exactly. articulated that greatly in his acceptance speech that that is our content driver. And the thing about it is it, you're never going to run out of material because even if we go through the entire Bible, which I'm sure we will, we can turn around and do it again. And what, what happens is over four or five years is God reveals new things in your heart as you yep. study his word. It's oh, a, it's a living, breathing learning. document. That's the power of it. And that's my point about bringing up Keller. I mean, look, I never met the man and just listened to the sermons. And I think in the religious setting, we try to just get people that are around us that we agree on every single thing in the Bible, which is a terrible idea. Let's agree on the big things. Right. We all know what those are, you know. Who Je- God Jesus is, mainly, yeah, yeah, Jesus, and so, and then this other stuff. You don't have to make put people in camps. I mean, the theme of that was in community, 
and uh, some of these scholars, you know, have some good ideas. I mean, and some things, you know, I'll I'll read or hear that I don't agree with, and it's like I've said many times, it's like eating, you know, fish. You spit out the bones, but for the most part, people who make you think it, which is what Keller did for me. I'm not looking for someone that I absolutely 100% agree with on everything. I'm looking for people who make me think in ways that I haven't thought before, especially about reading the Gospels of Jesus. And so that's what he did. That's why I wanted to share that. He's been real instrumental in my life. But I was also going to say, because you asked me this like 10 minutes ago, I never responded, but this whole night started because I was late getting on the plane, which was unusual, because I had a wardrobe issue. And because Missy, she's in charge of wardrobe for me, obviously, if we're going to have to dress up. So what was borderline miraculous is she has a nice suit for me and I was going to wear a white shirt under it. None of my shirts, none of my white shirts were without stain. (laughs) None. She said, how is this possible? I said, I'm busy. I do things. <laughs> so I we had to stop. Why is that your color for? We had to stop at a Dollar General and get a white T-shirt. So I was hoping, you know how you go these red carpet things? Yeah. I was hoping someone would say, and what are you wearing? You know how these people say? Because I was going to say, I'm wearing a Hanes T-shirt by Dollar General. <laughs> Seven dollars. <laughs> so I brought that up with my wife to say that, you know, the birth of this podcast, you know, my wife and I were fixed to do a podcast on our own when y'all called me. Yeah. We were literally fixed to sign the papers and do it. And so I'm like, well, babe, they, you know, Al and Phil are doing a podcast. They want me to do it. And she's, because I thought it hurt her feelings. She said, well, good, because I didn't want to do one with you anyway. I was just. Can you believe? She said, "Can you imagine the arguments that we would have during the which brings us back, which is, which is why we love to have her on the podcast." So, so we're we're out of time. Uh, we'll discuss this a little bit more in our overtime segment, and before we actually get to Luke five in the next podcast, so we'll see you in the overtime. Blaze TV dot com slash unashamed is where you go for our content. Thanks for listening to the Unashamed Podcast. Help us out by rating us on iTunes. And don't miss an episode by subscribing on YouTube. And be sure to click that little bell to get notified about new episodes. And for even more content that you won't get anywhere else, subscribe to Blaze TV at blazetv.com slash unashamed.